Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we have a lot to talk about, including the breakup of the year. But first, I guess we should talk about we all went to you up live. Oh, yeah, we all, we all went. <laughs> oh, how are you? You, you how performed. Are you? How are you we all just sat in different places. You were on stage. Yeah. Were you guys seated next to each other? No, no. Sammy was. I was booted. up in the nosebleeds <laughs> because oh, wow. we got um, so late. Like, okay, my mom has been like dying to come and she asked me a million times. Oh, your mom was ticket? there? Yeah. She was. Oh, oh she wanted me to tell you that you were so funny. You were was, so funny. Thank you. You yeah. were very funny. Yeah. I Just mean, relaxed and hilarious. Yeah, it was really, really good. So originally, I had only gotten tickets for Avi and I, and I forgot to get one for her. So I had to <laughs> move up there in order to get three seats together. So I see. But it was okay. It did confirm that I fucking need glasses really badly. I will say. So do I. In honor of you. We're at that age. Do you want to go to the eye doctor? Do you want to together? go to the, Do you want to go to Warwick Park Parker down the street together? Oh, there is one down the street. Okay, I let's have go gla- get our eyes checked. Do you not own glasses? <laughs> no. I have glasses. I just don't take them anywhere. Okay. You just well, get contacts. Do you want – I want to just do the glasses for the meantime because it's really – it's not all I'll the time, go with but. you. I already have glasses. Mike and I have the same glasses. I think we have um, some vision insurance you can see if – I'm not technically <laughs> on the vision insurance because last year my vision was good. Um, so <laughs> that's why it's insurance, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's insurance. Yeah, do you think your vision's going to go in like the in that year? I'm not going to – whatever, anyway. Every year there's a greater chance. The father time. Well, the good, the good <laughs> the thing is that – But I'm not going to like wait. I'm not going to like purchase vision insurance waiting around for my vision to get worse. Anyway, insurance we starts in <laughs> September, so the timing is actually quite good. Your deadline's today. There you yeah. go. Get on that vision. Once you get there, we can go to Warby Parker. Great. <laughs> perfect. Let's go. Uh, let's do that. And then, um, yeah, the show was amazing. So you tell us about your experience you. I, when we yeah, went I, together. I didn't know your mom came. She should have come to the after party. She was tired. Frankly, she didn't want to walk. I get it. That was really her <laughs> issue. Well, it's... That place is so congested that you can't even take a cab because it'll take you like half an hour to go 10 blocks. Times Square. Times Square, Times Square is that actually place. hell. I hadn't been there in a very Horrible. long time, probably since the last You Up show. It's actually just a terrible place to be. So crowded. <laughs> we, um, wait, so we, there was thanks, actually, thanks everyone for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, wait, it was really funny. We picked my mom in an Uber or whatever, and the driver drops us off in front of like the Minskoff Theater. Oh, yeah, it's the wrong place. Okay, right. Okay, there's like a line of children and their parents. And I'm like, what's – and there's signs for the Lion King. And I'm like, what's going on? So if like, you Google the show, be- that's where the theater is. Right. Yeah. That Right. And I don't like, know why that happened. can't be here. For, they're 10. <laughs> this can't be the uh, – Red flag or deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> so mom whatever. brings licorice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we, and and we're we're walking. We're like, what is going on? This huge line of like families. Like this seems wrong. Finally, in the distance, we see like a sea of people in like Gen Z crop tops, and we're like, that's it. That's, that's us. That's the line. That's so funny. 
Yeah, it was a great show, great tour. It's it's funny because like when I always start the tour, I'm a little like nervous and anxious and like I get a little stage fright. And then by the sixth one, which was this was the last and sixth show of the tour, I'm like, I got this. Like I'm in it. I'm like ready to go. And then it's over. And I'm like, okay, just as I was getting into the uh <laughs> just as I was getting used to it and like over the whole like scared of the audience thing, it's over. So I'm sure we'll do more shows, but Thank you if you're listening. If you came out to any of the the six shows, they were all really fun, um, really different, really great. And you guys went to LA too, so you got to see like there's a different there's a different vibe depending on like the city. I wish I was at Chicago. That one I keep hearing from a lot of people that it was like the rowdiest. Chicago was great. Next time we should go to Chicago, and you can go for the first time, right? You have have you got either of you been? No, I've not. I think I went when I was like five. So did I. Which I don't remember. My cousin's bat mitzvah. For a cut, like a distant cousin. <laughs> yeah, but no, did I like go to the city of Chicago as a conscious adult? No. But Maybe yeah, we, we should do, do a trip with the three okay, of us. next time. Wait, so the the New York people, I just wanted to say, it. We, we were talking about this after the show, that like the difference like in crowds and like the New Yorkers were taking it so seriously. <laughs> I mean, like, like everyone was like really good spirits and like laughing at everything. It was hilarious, but it was also like fun to note what they were laughing at and like what they were like yelling things at. (laughs) Like that was, they were like really there to get advice. You know what I mean? Like hanging on. Time. No, they were hanging on. If like I'm coming to Times Square, I'm going to get some value out of this. Right. <laughs> get out the notes app. I don't know why more single guys, more single guys should go. They would I really know. like, that is literally like the dating jackpot for a single guy. That What's up with that? And for the girls. Totally obviously. agree. And they can see, I mean, it's funny because like Mike brought one of his friends who's single and they were doing the red flag or dip breaker. And he's like, Every single one that the audience was like, deal breaker. He was like, I do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what's wrong with calling yourself the alpha? (laughs) (laughs) This is very funny. I mean, then you also, you learn, you probably learn more as a guy because you learn what the female crowd is. But it's also like a female crowd mentality. So like, I don't, because like everyone can see whether, like, even I was like, should I raise a deal breaker? (laughs) But it's really everyone is looking at your... (laughs) Which one did you feel that way about? I'm trying to remember. Well, I thought Jared was being very harsh about the floss. Oh, same. I was like, who cares about the floss? I thought you guys are the disgusting. Yeah, the disgusting. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. No, you guys talk about how you're the disgusting. I feel like flossing is. I have a pile. I think it's not as bad as pile nail polish that I have. Also, like when he was like, "Oh, your just food goes flying." I'm like. How, how aggressively food? do you floss? And like, how right. much steak is I in between your teeth? <laughs> he went to France. He's back. Now he's pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> now you can't oh floss next to him. The I was trying to think of what was, so what was the other one that I felt like, um, is this a deal breaker? The mirror I, over the bed? Well. Oh, that I was just like. N- no. Someone yeah, like, like that. it's got to come like with the apartment, like you said. Know, it made me uncomfy. <laughs> oh the, it was what great was the grandma's like, you, apartment? Know what, you know what my issue with mirror over the bed is and i just yeah. thought about this is like then i'm like is there a camera in the room yes because i'm like mirror over the bed guy might have like a secret is it camera. A two-way mar- mirror That's yeah is you know what i mean that was there a teddy bear nanny cam i'm starting to get a little yeah soak up some paranoia but totally totally well it was a great show congratulations 
Congratulations to all of us. We had a great faux pas after party. So good. That and the was team very fun. like really put on a smooth, like really great show. And like well, all, even the graphics and the videos, and also you set somebody oh. up. They hooked up on stage. What a night of love. <laughs> I know. I hope we're on their our wedding story page for their website. I mean, they'd have to be. You'd have to be. It was so funny when um, unintentionally they left the uh, video of the, the guy with the mirror on. Loop. Oh. And every time it played again, it just got like way funnier. It's very jarring. I mean, we did. We, yeah. We did. We did uh, cover censor. The sensors are also hilarious because they were like the smileys. That made it funny. Right. I saw the original though. You really couldn't see penis. I was pleasantly surprised when they sent me the video. No, but I'm saying even without the sensor, it was like cut off right at the groin where you see like, you know what I mean? Just (laughs) be purposely. You're about to go penis, but you don't go full. Yeah. Like it gets darker. But then it's Rusty off. was like, he's wearing pink shorts. He's not naked. I'm like, that's the smiley. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> because it was going so fast. It's like, it's pink. Sh- and I was like, is yeah. he? So I like, had to watch it twice. I'm like, no, that's the sensor. Because it was so quick. Imagine? I think that guy totally sent that on purpose because he wanted to gauge her willingness to like. I mean, he was it. standing in front of a mirror. That was his like point of perspective like yeah. he was standing there naked in front of a mirror so he started on the left zoomed into with some weird picture and then you know panned over his body and then like some fucking window what, what was if it was a real accident he would have not called attention to it and been like I, I, I am also <laughs> i don't think that he sent it to a female co-worker i think that was a lie i, I think either. that he was just trying to cover up like embarrassment I thought he was trying to like make Isn't her more jealous, embarrassing? like, oh, there's another female coworker. No, I think it. it was just like, oh, you know, it's not just you. I'm not a creep. But maybe like, I don't know how the guy thinks. I, that's what I thought. You got to know the but guy anyway. to know where they were coming from. That's true. I mean, he's a guy who, who has a girlfriend and speaks to women in from his laundry room. In his that's building true. I think I know the type of guy he is. Sounds like so a little manipulative to me. Yeah. He also like moved to Italy very early. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Should we talk about some pop culture? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do some stuff that the audience can actually relate to if they haven't heard, seen the show. But if you guys haven't seen the show, next time we're in your town, you got to go. 
Just go. Maybe we put in the description if you don't care about inside jokes from the You Up show last night. Skip to the Kim Kardashian yes. conversation. You know, it's funny when you're having a busy week and then there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and you're like, how does anyone have time for this? But it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's like not happening to you. Right. But when you don't have a busy week, you're like, this is so important. You're doing a deep dive on it. Right. I'm yeah. like, oh my, like actually a lot of stuff I feel like has happened this week. Like, do, do you not feel like Chloe's baby? Like you almost like it, you blink and you miss it. Like it barely. Well, because it came out. It, yeah. But it came out the same day as Pete and Kim's thing you know, on purpose. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Coincidence. Obviously. Chris was like, because, yeah. like Chloe, you got to sacrifice the baby. Sacrifice the, the baby's probably Kim. a week old and they were waiting. They were no, waiting to time I, it. I think it was the no, other way said. around. It was Kim. Everybody knew Kim and Pete would be louder than Chloe. The Chloe thing was like, I think that they were worried that like people would like bring up Chloe and Tristan again and how much he sucks and all this shit. And she had a baby with him again and all of the speculation like that. That's bad PR. But Kim and Pete is like, oh, no, <laughs> love, I guess, you yeah, know, like right. that. You're right. It was Kim. It was right. Kim for Chloe, not Chloe for Kim. Okay, yeah, I think you're. That's probably accurate. Yes, Aileen's the PR totally machine. Right. I'm the yeah. PR machine. No, you're totally right on that. You'd probably be pretty good in PR if you like ever. Oh, Too bad. great! That's... Tried that. Okay, I actually you think you could be Aileen Jackson. P- Aileen Jackson, <laughs> public relations, like, <laughs> ruthless PR. It doesn't go. You would. It doesn't go as as smoothly as Sammy Sage, Samantha Sage PR. <laughs> well, you know, if you, I well, can license like my Jones. name to you, and okay. for like a small fee, very small. Lean's PR. <laughs> Lean's Queen PR. Lean's PR. No, I wouldn't take that seriously, but Aileen, no. Aileen Drexler PR, I would be more into. I could see myself as a fixer, like a right, um, Olivia Pope. Right, because I can't see Definitely. you like wanting to like do some of the yentaing that PR requires. So maybe you no. would be You're just doing the fluffy assert- shit. I could definitely like yeah. solve your problems, like really strategically. Like that would be so yes. fun. <laughs> that would be <laughs> because so, it's okay. not me in trouble. It would just be my clients. <laughs> right, it's more fun when it's someone else's problem. <laughs> totally, it's like kind of a dark job though. Depending yeah. what their well, problems are. I can choose my clients. And their problem. But you can't choose their problem. I guess you could. Correct. Well, there's a lot of Do you PR want to be a crisis issues. PR person? I don't know. That we, sounds we, stressful. We can, we, can, we can workshop this. <laughs> we have a lot of businesses we've developed on this podcast. Yeah. We have our airline. We have our moving company. Movers. Now we have Aileen's PR company. I don't think that it's – I don't, I don't think I would do well in PR. Me, no. me either. I would do well. Okay. Horribly. Speaking of bad PR or like crisis management PR, there's a lot of stories that require it. Like we are talking about Britney Spears. We're talking about Army Hammer. We're talking about Kim and Pete. Isn't really crisis PR, but like it's definitely a manipulated story. So let's talk about for, let's talk about the breakup because I feel like that was really flooding our news feeds. So yeah, they just they broke up. And there wasn't really much about it. There was a quote saying that she was like, it's because he was immature, but, and now he's in some like rehab, like he's in Australia from bullying him online. And Kanye posted a thing that said like skeet dead, like a New York post, like a Davidson dead today or something, something. And then he deleted it. What about the tattoo? So petty. What about the branding? He branded. He's covered up every. He's he covered you can't up cover his up Ariana a tattoo. 
maybe he'll burn himself even more. Uh, not great. You can like you can turn a scar into a bigger scar. <laughs> okay, but like not ideal. Maybe, maybe because we said that like Kim in a past episode, we've said that Kim sort of followed in J Lo's footsteps with like, um, you know, strategically sort of like dating certain people and also like her butt. Maybe she's trying to do the Ben Affleck thing. So she's going to, she's done this for the long game. And in like 10 years, she's going to marry Pete Davidson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chris Humphrey. No, it was too <laughs> short. No, no. I don't think the relationship was long enough or serious enough to compare to, to JLo and Ben's first relationship. I have a hot take. I don't believe it. this breakup. Like, I think it's fake. Like, I think they are think together. Like, I don't believe it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they were just posting how happy and amazing everything is. And then all of a sudden, they're just, he's too immature. And then he's in trauma therapy. To me, this is the PR stunt, not the relationship. There's something No, I actually, no, I, I, I don't agree. I think they got like really hot and heavy really quick. I think they got like kind of overexposed to each other because they're, you know, it was a big deal. It was this really intense thing. And actually a few a few days before they announced this, Sophie Ross tweeted, or it was like the day before that she felt a Kim and Pete breakup. And I weirdly thought the same thing, but I didn't post it anywhere. So there's why, what was, what was her feeling? Like what? I mean, I'll tell you what my feeling was. My feeling was that spidey sense. It was like, okay, it was very intense. And then they had that hat video and yeah. then it all just sort of like cooled. And the way that in the hat video that they spoke to each other, when being together so short for such a short time, like they sort of had that she had a tone with him, like someone who has been with their significant other much longer. You know, when you're sort of like, okay, you're being like annoying after like years. But when you've only been together like two months or a month, you're too like obsessed with each other to be like sort of rude to him in the way that she was. And she was already sort of like tiring of him. Okay. I hear you on that. I feel like though she was just, you know, maybe like, yeah, I get it. Like the rumblings of like, I'm embarrassed by you. Yeah. And I get the immature thing. Too However, soon. The thing, okay. If it's not a PR stunt, fine. It's a real breakup. That's 50% possible <laughs> at, at this point. To play out devil advocate for, with myself, the thing that's indicating to me that it's not a PR stunt is that he went on a show. I don't remember which talk show, and he said that he wants kids. He wants to have kids, like with his partner, whatever. That he really wants to be a dad. And I don't think Kim wants any more children. I can't see her pulling like a Courtney and Travis with Pete Davidson. So maybe that was like the source of like, you know what? It's not, it doesn't make sense. I don't want to waste any more time. I'm 40. Like that to me would make more sense. Well, I just feel like there was sort of like a deeper incompatibility there. Like right, he is much younger than she is. He's very different. Yeah. And I'm sure it was like a great, fun relationship. But ultimately, like, are they compatible life-wise? Like, I feel like all of Pete's relationships are like that. I think he could have been with Cassie David. Maybe Cassie David is his um is his Ben his Affleck. J Lo. <laughs> well, they, that was a long relationship. They were together a really long time. They're both funny, a little bit like neurotic and weird, but in like an endearing way. If I was Cassie, I wouldn't get, take him back. 
Well, I probably wouldn't either, but. Well, now she could be more famous from dating him. That's true. If that's what she's But I don't know if she wants to be more famous. Like, well, no, she was in the Umbrella Academy. What's that? A show on Netflix about like superheroes with Elliot Page. I don't know if that's helped her become more famous. I'm just saying that I think she does want to be famous. But what does she want to be famous for? Being in the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I think Pete is only look, is looking more to date women who are more famous than him. Not Well, you can't not, go more well, famous than him. Be. Down. Is he going to get with like fucking more famous than him. the queen? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> On her deathbed. Not funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you calling your own joke not funny? Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Mom, harsh critic. <laughs> The angel and devil on your shoulder is really outspoken today. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yelling at yourself. Can you imagine my conversations with myself? In your so head. Like, so my jaw is kind of so tight. <laughs> Just like talking to myself constantly, arguing. <laughs> Internally in your head. No, Aileen. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Sounds very stressful. It is. God. <laughs> anyway. Did you guys see Kim's post for Kylie's birthday? No. Oh my god, it was so annoying. <laughs> Why? Can you describe it? It was just a series of photos where she is in this very, very small bikini. And the majority of the photo, like in terms of like surface area of my phone, <laughs> of my screen, was just like her body and like her being like so you know, it's so obvious like when a girl thinks she looks skinny and she's posting a photo. Yes. Like that was it. And it was just and then the last picture was literally just her. <laughs> and that same <laughs> it was just so Kim and it was just so annoying. But um maybe I'll do it too. Yeah, do you think Pete it. Davidson would enjoy that for life? I think maybe. he would. I think he might. He doesn't <laughs> I seem I mean, the based on the people he's dating, I don't really necessarily know what he's looking for. What do you think they're both gonna date next? I don't know. Okay. I feel like Kim's going to date someone not a finance guy like Chloe. No, I they're broken ca- up. Not oh. fine. Not a finance <laughs> guy, but somebody more with almost more like influence than Kim Kardashian. No, like more in a different way, like in a more conventional, a more conventional type of influence, like a studio executive type of like person. Kamala Harris. No, <laughs> but not going to date. Ellen Mirren. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Kim. Oh, oh. Kim is. Oh. <laughs> who has more influence? I'm trying to think who has more influence. Kim's good to know. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't yeah, see same. it. I'm who is to Kim going to date? Who is Pete going to date? Ugh, like Scooter me. Braun. Not, but no. no. But no. Uh, but someone like that. Maybe Pete will date like Taylor a big Swift. producer? Taylor's yeah, a, a big producer type of person, someone who can further her legitimacy. Yeah, I can see someone who's going to make her more like, like, sort of like J Lo. We were talking about how she wants to be like respected. Yeah, um, respected in Hollywood. The fact that she went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, she wants to get into the space of like Amal Clooney. Wants to be a lawyer. No, she. I think she wants to be more like like an Amal Clooney type. Maybe she'll <laughs> date Jeff Bezos. That's like the type of person I mean. Someone with like institutional. Bill power. Gates, single. I don't oh, Elon would be so funny. That would be like <laughs> the best thing to happen if Bill Gates and Kim Kardashian started dating. I think like <laughs> that would be the the couple that would be of the like century. Like, I'd have to move from this country. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. 
That would Who be hilarious. Who are other people? Okay, like I still think she wants to start like a high-end fashion line. So maybe someone respected in fashion. But that was like Kanye, who's not really respected. I feel like she achieved the respected in fashion goal. You think? Yes. I guess you're right. I think she now wants to achieve the respected in intellectual pursuits goal. Did you see Bethany Frankel's uh, review of skin makeup? No. No. How is it? (laughs) Here's the thing. It's not. I don't look for all of this information. It just presents itself to me. I think that the I think that the algorithm and I retain knows that you it. Want. And I retain it. I don't even know that I'm reading this. I shit. enjoy Bethany's TikTok. It's <laughs> okay. Bethany's TikTok is you showed me like that video that was like, re- and then Chris Chris Burns is uh, like parody of it. Was, yeah, like was was Chris, so yeah. funny. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so on point. But she did this. She does these reviews that almost is like no one asked you, but like people are like, they do pretty well. The way I know the way that she like speaks is very like SNL. Like I just feeds parody. Like when I very confident. That's why. Yeah. It's like extremely confident. Let me tell you how to negotiate. And then she just gives you all these details about like not negotiating. But okay. So she reviewed skin and it was really funny actually, because she just ripped on the packaging she was like, oh, how, how are you supposed to, like, where, this is a ball. It doesn't even stay. It's just rolling around on your counter. <laughs> it was really, really funny. But she said the product was good-ish, but it just was overpriced. Anyway. That seems but- to be the consensus, actually. Like, who needs another incredibly overpriced skin brand? Well, Bethany will give you the, like, drugstore one that's just as good because she tries them all. Oh, I don't just trust Bethany's so, reviews so about, about that, anything. Bethany. When she talked about how she stays so thin. It was so annoying. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sleep, sleep, sleep. You got. You got to live that. You got to live that. Fuck it lifestyle. You just gotta fuck it. I'm like, what are you talking up. about? <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, right. What do you mean? She's like, you know, I don't really work out either. I'm like, this is not good advice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, just say genetics, and you don't eat that much. Can we just? Yeah. Just leave it at that. I wrote a book naturally. Then you know. <laughs> stupid. But she does speak in a way that kind of makes you like you're like, uh, oh, maybe. <laughs> I feel like when you watch her videos, you're taking like you, you decide to take like a Bethany Frankel like crazy pill trip. Like you're just like, I'm going down this road. Yeah. And then you're just like, whoa. <laughs> but it's a good TikTok. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it makes you want to watch more of them, even if you're like, I don't know if this is like I'm like I should be doing this, but <laughs> I kind of want to know more. I don't know. You're like, right. You're right. I did. After I watched that one, I like looked at her whole feed. Like, what else can I watch? That's funny. I watched them all. And then I watched the ones with, with, with Peanut. I, <laughs> I love the ones of her and her daughter. I, I was actually just looking at them. I was just actually stalking Bethany, but on the feed, not on her TikTok. But her poses are so funny. Like, look at her recent carousel from when she went to South of France. And she's like, the way she's sitting on the table, I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what I would she's, I would look at. She's a character. It's funny to hear you say Peanut Jordana because you used to have a chihuahua named Peanut. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we did. That's why it's, yeah, maybe that's why I like saying Peanut as it pertains to Bethany's <laughs> daughter. I don't know. There's something kind of cute about the two of them together, even if, again, it's. She seems like a good mom. It is yeah. adorable. They're my fave. It also makes me wonder, like, what would it be like to have a mom like Bethany who gives you that advice. Like it's obviously like she gives it to people on TikTok, but if she's your mom, like. But I don't think her TikTok persona is the same as her in real life, which we know a lot, very few people like 
So when the camera comes on, it's a different story. That's true. Yes. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of moms, you want guys to want to talk about Britney Spears? Yes. Can you fill us in on this video? Yes. So basically, Kevin Federline. So you know how there's like this uprising that we talked about last week, this uprising of free Britney. People are like getting skeptical again about what's going on. So in a timely fashion, with no coincidence at all, Kevin Federline released a statement that was like, you know, the conservatorship has saved her. Her sons don't want to be with her. It's their choice. And he was like, as a family, we've decided to release these videos. Also to note, they're about to turn 18 or something. And so his child support is probably going to run out. So the videos. Aren't there two of them? Yeah, there's two boys. Who's about to turn 18? Oh, Probably the older Why did one, I think that one? they were twins? They're not. No, no they're not. I think they're, they're close not. in Preston age. And they're, prob- they're probably like a year, maybe Sorry, two that was years apart, right? Wrong information then, guys. So they released, like, he released a carousel, which has now been deleted, I think. It's recordings of Britney, without her knowledge, like, basically talking to her sons in a, I would say, very stern manner. What's she saying? Okay, in the first video, she's like, demanding respect from them, like in a way that's like 
you will respect me. Like in a, in a, like a, an intense tone. Yeah. No, I mean, for it just sounds like really stern. And I'm going to preface this. It sounds this like how my saying, father spoke to me. Totally. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel was like that's like say, normal, scary None parenting. of it. Yeah. It was just like intimidating parenting. And then there's another one where she's like, took away his phone because the boy didn't wear sandals. It seemed like a little bit, there was nothing so bad about it that it was like screaming to me, she's like abusive or anything terrible. But the kids are teenagers and there is 0% chance that like she's been set up for success to be like a respected mom. So like there's just no way that like she has the tools to be a mom who a teenage boys respect in any way. And so it makes sense why like they may not feel like she's, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, whatever, like a good mom. But in these videos, she does seem to really care about them and really give a shit about them. Like as her boy, she's like, I really care about, but, like her delivery is very like probably what she dealt with as a child. So, and we know that she probably is like stunted in her development because of her conservatorship and all that shit and her fame early in her life. But he posted these fucking videos. Why now? Why this video? Because people were saying that like, why didn't they come to the wedding? Blah, blah, blah. And so then K-Fed basically, maybe he got paid to do this interview. I mean, I'm sure he got paid, but like he did this interview. I just think it's so fucked up because he did it in defense of his sons, but his sons are children and like they don't know. Like I remember when I fucking was so mad at my parents and I just like hate like in that like really rebellious hated them state. Like I didn't know what was like best for me. I mean, I know now maybe our communication should have been different, but like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I felt so disgusted by the fact that this was posted and he is the worst. I mean, honestly, she only, up until like six months ago, she had the same level of rights as a minor. So she was mm-hmm. technically able respect. to speak up that way. Too, Impossible. Yeah, your you're basically one of the kids too. You know, you're supposed yeah. to be a mom, but you're one of the kids too. And then also, I see what you're saying about, you know, if the way you you might have spoken to your parents. And I think about that the way, both ways, with the way I spoke to my parents, the way they yes. spoke to me. Like, if you see me to a reel of, like, my, of, I feel like probably almost any parent's worst parenting moments, it would be yeah. really embarrassing yes. for 100%. everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, like, not, and these are, like, three videos of a long like he didn't show the but good ones. But she's not like hitting them. Like she's not no. doing anything. Yeah. Right. So that's like honestly, up. like the worst thing that Brittany ever did was marry Kevin Federline. Like I think that he was like almost her worst like decision. Decision personally. Yeah. I feel like she could have done so much better than him. If I do say so I myself. I agree. So she then posted a thing. Like Sam, the husband, posted a thing in her defense. Which was nice. I mean, it was like didn't really say anything, but it was nice. And then she posted a thing about how like they don't really want to spend any time with her. They like want to come to her house less. And even when they come, they don't even want to hang be with her. They go in her their room and shut the door. Who said and this? Brittany? Okay. They're teenagers. And they're teenagers. Whatever. 
the whole thing. Is sh- <laughs> I can understand your teenagers being a little embarrassed if your mom is posting nude pictures of herself. I can get that. Yeah. There. Totally. I would be Look, no one's saying this is a normal situation, yeah. but, Ugh, but it, it shouldn't be public. It's really fucked up for him to post it when it's like clearly not actually protecting right. them because like what are you protecting them from? Like, not helpful. Yeah. Not helpful. It's not helpful. He did it, definitely did it for money is my guess. I mean, he's a loser. I feel like he's just always like, again, I don't understand their initial pairing and I just feel like he's just a negative force overall. Yeah. I think the initial pairing was she was just like on a tear and you know, they had that whole, they had that reality show together. Oh my God, Remember? what? No. Yes. Well, I watched it. What was it called? Like when? Then? Yeah. Like, okay, if you watch the videos, you'll be like, you'll feel uncomfortable. But then you stop, you put them away and then you're like, this isn't, there's so much like your parent, that this is the parenting of like 10 years ago, you know? Also, you can't expect her to, Know how to parent. Know how to parent. Like, <laughs> considering her own parents and the fact that she didn't yeah. even have the rights of an adult. Role models. Not they true. had a show called Britney and Kevin Chaotic. Well, that's well, reflective. Accurate. Good Good title. <laughs> the name and it was stands. Like, yeah, basically, it was only five episodes in 2005, and it chronicles their relationship from their courtship, engagement, and wedding. I kind of want to rewatch that now to find out what, what happened. Exactly. It's all bullshit, though. Remember, she's like still being produced by the people that like kept her in a conservatorship. So either way, like you watch it, it's not like going to be true. Right. Or just like, I mean, like an accurate picture, but none of those things are. Anyway, that was the whole thing that happened. I feel just this is ick factor. Maybe we can rate ick factors of like things that happen in like celebrity life. To me, this is ick factor 10. Um, yeah, nine. Yes, ten. Well, nine. One is not icky at all. What's the title? One, What's oh, the- sorry, I have to. I have to give you the key. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, just I can't up be with expected it. to rate before. Okay, like a zero. Ick factor zero is like this is wonderful. <laughs> I like. This. There is right. no ick. I want to see more. <laughs> this is the most neutral, healthy. There is nothing icky about this. I have no red flags. Ick factor ten. I would say. See, like, because I know we're about to talk about Army Hammer. And to me, that story like, is ick factor 10. I don't know if that's, I feel like this goes past the scale of ick. We can't go too crazy on going too high on the ick factor because I'm sure there, I'm sure there are things that are ickier than this. What's the, okay, basically, thing this is just think? like family drama. Marrying your stepdaughter. <laughs> oh, factor fine. 10. Okay. okay. Fine, 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 okay, fine. I would give this like a nine or an eight and a half. I would give this a seven. I personally. think that you're right. <laughs> I think because, if you're thinking actually of the of as icky yes. as things can get, this is a seven. Okay, it this can is get a seven a lot because this is just seven. this is just yeah, like family it. divorce court, basically with mm. children involved. Okay, fine, and airing all of it out, but with the with the layer of like conservatorship, so maybe it's like a seven point eight. nine eight. Yeah, I'm sticking with seven because it's Britney Spears. I'm gonna give it an eight. Because it's taking advantage of Britney Spears. If this happened to somebody else, if it happened to Khloe Kardashian, I'd give it a seven. What do you give the Kylie to private jet it factor? It factor. I would give that like Like a a three or four. Four. Yeah. Because it's not like. It's just. It's just like me. Yeah. It's It's like tacky and just like gross. (laughs) Maybe we could assign noises. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, 
<laughs> but it's not like hurt. It's not like, I mean, it's hurting the planet, but it's not hurting like a person, you know? Okay. An individual. I'm trying to think of, right. I'm trying to think of other icky things. So it's hurting all ring. of us. Anyway, yeah, that's yeah. like a four. What do you give the Travis and Courtney, who I haven't seen in the news in a while? I'm so, I like put that Maybe into the universe that I was done with them. And then now I haven't seen anything. Has there been any news on well, because, them? Because they're because in a lull. Kim. Maybe, yeah, maybe Kim, it's Kim's turn to ride yeah. the machine. Chris is like, you know, pacing out all of their fucking She's a good content calendar, you could say. Oh, wait, I need to. Okay, so I watched a TikTok. Again, news that was delivered to me. I did not choose it. <laughs> I watched a TikTok of a summary of Chris's like content calendar like strategy from her masterclass. I really want to watch it. If anyone can like send me the recording of the masterclass, I really don't want to subscribe. It was very much they prioritize Instagram three times a day. They said TikTok every other day. She said that like all the other platforms are not a priority because TikTok is just too wild, wild westy. So she has a very much she like keeps them on schedule, the children. Yeah. Wow. She's, she runs Hard a tight to be a shit. Kardashian. You got to work. No one wants to work anymore. And she is a momager trademarked. Anyway, so that's the Britney Spears news. I really hope this dies down. I really don't. I have a feeling we're going to hear more. Yeah. I hope that I don't hear anything else. I agree with that. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about the, I think this is the most intriguing thing, is the family drama of the Peltz Beckham family. I agree with you. I like feel like there's so much there. I can't wait for more of it to come out. I can't wait for it to get more chaotic. It's like the opposite of how I feel about the, the like Britney thing. And even the Kardashians, like, I need to know more. Me too. I feel exactly the same. I formulated a theory. Because they have so much money. And it's just like, it's the Beckhams. They're like a whole. They're They're usually so like not in the news. They're usually just like, we have a nice, perfect family. Everything is great. She's posh spice. Every She's a high fashion lady. He's like this respected soccer player, football. And... I just, yeah. And so now they're going to be in the news. Well, now they have like another family to contend with. And I just feel like it's like a Game of Thrones style, like battle for power that we're seeing that we saw already brewing with the wedding. And now it's getting like a little bit dicey. Yeah. More intense. (laughs) It's just funny because like the fact that he took her name goes to show that's like a blatant stamp of a power struggle. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that rarely ever happens. You rarely ever see a woman. Like you think it wasn't like, from romance. You think it was, or like, you know, I'm a feminist. No, I think it's like my dad. It's like almost the opposite. My it's like dad, my dad my- really wants to show that like he's in charge. Right. <laughs> it's like the opposite of feminism. But so then is the the feud is with, but it's between the women. It's not between the dads. It's between Vicky and Nikki. Nikki and Vicky. I think that's how it's playing out, but I feel like it's probably bigger than that. You're right. It's a power struggle, and that's what happens to be issue, but between Nikki and Vicky, and this is what the issue is. So there were rumors that they were feuding back around the wedding. Yes. We talked about it. Victoria didn't like that this other girl, you know, that Nikki is the new Mrs. Beckham and whatever. She pelts Beckham. Yeah. She didn't like that. And then there was apparently an issue over whether Nikki would wear one of Vicky's bridal, you know, dresses for her wedding, like since she's a designer. Oh. And Nikki apparently like didn't want to. And in this, I mean, they're claiming that there weren't really issues and that it was just like a logistical thing, but it feels not like that. The quote she gave didn't really make any sense. She said that she didn't wear the dress because she realized that her atelier couldn't do it. So then she had to pick another dress. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means she couldn't was do what? Wear, she realized that Vicky's atelier couldn't make Nikki's dress. Nikki P and, and Vicky V. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's clearly not true. That doesn't Here's make any thing, sense. thing. Like, if I were Nikki, I would not want my mother-in-law to design my fucking dress. Like, I'm Me sorry. Either. Unless my mom is like Monique Lillier or Vera Wang. Like, I don't want that at all. Right? I yeah. would just want to go shopping for my own dress. Like it just yeah. would, maybe she has a dress I want to wear, but I would just. Like I'm Vicky's daughter. 
then that's a different story. Like, I w- oh, my mom designs my dress, but it's my mother-in-law. What do I owe you? Nothing. Well, if she doesn't like right. her mother-in-law, which it seems like she doesn't. But even if she liked her, even if they had a great relationship, I think that that's like – You might not- if you want it. Again, if, you like, if, if my you mother really in law like is style. Monique Lillier or Vera Wang, but like Victoria or Beckham Dorit. is not known to make fucking dresses. She for could design any. Dresses. She could have designed any dress she wanted. She could have literally been like, "Make me this dress." I think she yeah, didn't she has want so much money. Yeah. Well, even Vic- Victoria Beckham <laughs> sell me this pet can tell anyone to make any dress. Like it shouldn't be that complicated. But Most- it's not about that. It's about the name. Like right. She didn't not- want the name. Right. Yeah. She didn't want the name. So here's my theory. Nikki and Brooklyn, they had a good thing. But ultimately, the two of them are both way too enmeshed in their own families and in the identity that their own families give them to be able to combine in a healthy marriage. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a marriage between the two of them. It feels like it's a marriage between the two. Right. Their children. They feel like children. Yeah. They don't seem to know themselves. Oh, another part of the feud was that so... Nikki posted like a cryptic Instagram that was like, thank you for all the support, you know, and it just yeah. it seems like she's feeding into the idea that there's this feud and she doesn't like Victoria Beckham. And ultimately, let's be honest, he's probably not the easiest people to deal with on in either general. of them. They're, they're they're used to they're all used to getting their way. They're used to doing things the way they want to do them. They're not they're used to being like the top dog in the room. And in this situation, it seems that we're not sure who's the top dog. Well, what it what it is is that Nelson Peltz is the top dog because he's the one with the most money. He's the one clearly with the most control who's sort of enforcing everything. And because Nikki, I can't see her being able to be in a marriage when she thinks that like when no one's ever going to be able to live up to her father and Brooklyn as Great as he might be as a guy, he seems a bit lost in terms of I mean, he's like twenty two he and what he's he doing, and he's twenty two, right? Like he got a cooking show, and then they, he had to learn how to cook. It's like this kid doesn't, I think, really doesn't know, know what anything. He wants. Doesn't know shit about shit. I followed him for his cooking videos. <laughs> he's 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 adorable, but he needs yeah. someone who he could be more like himself with. Maybe they're both getting to grow up together, but Nicola doesn't seem to want to like be in a pair with him. She seems to want to like, we're all serving Nelson Peltz in this dynamic. It's very Logan Roy. Right. Yeah. It's totally. Like, right. The Beckhams have like a very strong knit family. They're all like very obsessed with the mom. They're very obsessed with the dad and the the, the youngest daughter. They're like weirdly just like obsessed with yes. her. Well, Nikki is probably like, I'm the pain bitch in charge now, not yeah. Victoria. And like, She's, I'm sure. And obviously, Victoria is a lot more famous, but she probably wants to be as or not more famous than her. And she's probably like, and this is the class. It's funny because it's it's playing out in the celebrity world, but like, this is the classic mother in law, daughter in law power struggle of like, especially when there's like a lot of men in the man's family, I -hmm. think, because the mom is like, I've always been the like, right, the head bitch in charge. And like, just because you're marrying in, you're not going to be that. But it's fun. You can see the last name thing to me is just such a sign of like, like, how did that that conversation come about? How did that go? Whose idea was that? It was probably written in the fucking like prenup. prenup. <laughs> that was definitely pre-discussed because also it's not just the money. She's um famous. But the question is that he him taking it is like he wouldn't. 
it doesn't feel genuine from him because it doesn't feel like he knows himself to know what the parameters of that decision is and like why he's doing it. Like but someone told him issues, to do it. Yeah. I don't think it's just that Vicky is used to being the head bitch in charge and now, you know, Nikki is saying it's me. It's also, I don't think even if he did sort of have his whole thing together and he was great and there weren't weird family dynamics going on on, on his side. I don't think that she is she seems like someone who will ever be able to like not compare someone to her father. And I I feel that you, her husband it seems will always come second to her father. At least Brooklyn Beckham who's also not he's probably not asserting himself as like I'm actually taking care of this family because he's 23 again. And he doesn't know shit about shit. Literally, so, like, he's taking like he's taking like cooking lessons from like Chef Nobu. That's like that's saying. he wants to learn how to make a piece of sushi. That's like who he goes. Totally. To, so. It feels more like like the Peltzes have adopted him than that he's married into the family. Do you know what I mean? Which is very like Tom Wamsgams. <laughs> yes. But that also probably caused a lot of problems within his own family because they feel like we're losing our son and we hate these other people because they're firstborn. She's turned him right, like she's turned him into this, you know, other person. So right. sad. I can't yeah, wait to see what's what more. I would watch a documentary about that. Yeah. <laughs> I predict I they're gonna separate. Hundred percent this is long. not lasting. This is definitely not lasting, but I hope we get a lot of information about it before that. He'd be a great catch after he goes to some therapy and and figures out how to and turns like thirty. Like give him like seven years to figure yeah. out his shit. Yeah. He shouldn't. Yeah, no one should get married that young, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I have one more story we need to talk about. Yes, it's Aileen is dying short. to talk about. This last story, and I can tell the devil and the angel uh, that the conspiracies are already going off in her head. So okay. why don't you take, why don't you take this one? It's not really, this isn't even a story, and that's why I find it so funny. <laughs> it's just so funny to see, like, what your feeds are just, like, flooded with and, like, what people care about, right? Okay, Jeff, like, <laughs> has been spotted <laughs> by paparazzi canoodling in <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> America runs on Duncan. I just feel like it was so funny because like Ben Affleck, he is a Duncan stan. There are so many pictures of him. He's like, from Boston. Carrying way too many Duncan iced HQ. coffees. And like there's a <laughs> J-Lo who is like, like the opposite of like in brand for Duncan Donuts. <laughs> Like is there hugging him and they have like a little bag like and you wonder what's in there like did she get four munchkins <laughs> an assortment yeah. the hash browns they were pretty um, good like yeah did she like get like an egg like sandwich did she yeah those 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 hash browns are fucking good those were ketchup. so good oh my god we used to go and get them all the time Eileen you should go there and stick a mic in her in her face and be we like so did you get the hash like, browns. Smoke. We would like smoke pot and then and, go like, to Dunkin'. Ha- Dunkin we would go Donuts. to like every Dunkin' Donuts in every Long Island neighborhood, like yeah. town, <laughs> and like hang out there. What a childhood. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Memories. Just like Memories. Ben and Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just so funny to see them just like hugging and like having this tender moment in a fucking Dunkin' Donuts. I thought your paranoid mind would go to like, it's a placement. I don't care. Like that to me <laughs> is whether or not it's sponsored. That's, good. That's I the mark of good branded content. I wouldn't put it past them. I just thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. How do you pronounce that? Hul- hilarious. Whatever. Hilary Baldwin. That this was headline. 
that they were just spotted in a Dunkin'. I mean, that's a weird place to make out. I wouldn't want to see anyone make out in Dunkin' Donuts, personally. Can you imagine going to Dunkin' Donuts and fucking Ben and Jen are there? Okay, but why are they like in the public so much? Can you you send me the photos? (laughs) That's not a fun experience. They could send someone to get them fucking munchkin. or I I like going to Dunkin'. A chocolate chip muffin. But Sammy likes going to Dunkin'. You like Dunkin'? I I like the experience. It just reminds of me of my childhood. Me too. And it's I nice. I like. Do you think they went to one that was like attached to a Baskin Robbins? <laughs> well, my question is, can we look and see if these photos were photos from Backgrid? Because that tells you if they were influential in getting this placement uh, and these photos. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised if they were. Does Ben have a deal with Dunkin' Donuts? He is from Boston. That's where Dunkin' Do- Donuts is headquartered. It could be a thing. That's where Duncan runs from. Yeah, it could be that he likes it. It's like a not it's that they don't have Dunkin' Donuts everywhere, but I like it's that it's like both. an unpretentious coffee place, and and you know you could just get so much liquid for your buck. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's just like it has to be a little watered distinct down. Distinct flavor. Yeah, that the is so Dunkin'y. It's almost like the donuts have like seeped into the coffee in a way. They've been it's done on purpose. I used to really like their chocolate chip muffins too. Maybe yes. I should go back. You did like their. I love getting like. I think I'm too like, good for them now. I That's love my going issue. and being like, can I have one munchkin? And then they'll like throw you an extra one. Yes. I can <laughs> do that. I yeah. feel like I read that they like crack down on extra munchkins. They crack down on extra munchkins. <laughs> it's, if you go at the end of the day, otherwise they have to throw them out. Or you'd bring, <laughs> it was your birthday, you'd get like. The, yeah, the you bring it to class. Pack of oh, munchkins. Nothing makes me so happy. And everyone got napkins, and like two munchkins. Okay, but the prices one. have really surged because Inflation. I was getting work. Like the painters were at my house, and I like went and got them donuts. Oh, that's a good. I gift. spent like fucking forty dollars. How many I, donuts? I got them like a dozen, and then I also got a box of Joe. You know, there's no way and a dozen donuts are forty dollars. It was expensive. No, and the box of Joe. It was just really <laughs> expensive. Did you get something else for yourself? It's a highway robbery. How much do you think a Dunkin' Donut is? One donut. A donut or a munchkin? One. It used to be like $1. I think now it's $2.50. Are you asking what it costs to produce or what it costs to the consumer? I feel like it must cost like 10 cents to produce a donut at Dunkin' Donuts. If even. I just need to know. Oh, yes. They're hash browns. I could really go for one right now. You think they got the wake up wrap? Oh, some snack and bacon. Okay, I need to get off the menu. Um, I feel like this is a good close for our show. Oh, wait, who are we sending to the Cayman? Oh. Kevin Federline, hands down. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay, so he's definitely, there's really no conversation there. Hands down, he's going to Cayman and he's staying. Well, that is it for this week's At Batches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Sammy at Sammy. You can follow Jordana at Jordana Abraham. And be sure to rate, review, follow our show on Apple and Spotify. We love when you guys just give us some love, give us a five-star review, tell us why you like the show. And we'll talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.